learn. Serve. I've been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. Inspire. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success crowd. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Can't compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. What's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles, and we have Miss Crystal Robinson here with us today. I want to just say, you know, thanks for taking the time to interview with the Chronicles. Yes, sir. Um, and she's involved in some amazing thing, as you can see on her shirt, Dominate with Crystal. Yes, sir. Uh, and we'll just let's just dig right into it. Talk to us about your life. You know, where you're from uh, up until now. You know, how you were raised, all those kind of things. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that, we might be on here all day. Uh, <laughs> I'm a country girl, uh, Chip, man. I was uh, born and raised in Natchez, Mississippi. Okay. Uh, two parents, man, uh, very loving and caring. They did everything possible. Known a man for me and my sisters. I, I must say I was blessed. You know, um, my mom, she's, you know, worked at the same job for about um, – 30 years. My dad's been in, you know, law enforcement security for about 30 years. So, you know, that and natural uh, grassroots upbringing, you know, I like collard greens and cornbread. Uh, so, it's, <laughs> you know, down south for real uh, for me. But, um, you know, typical student, you know, growing up, just, um, you know, I was a, I guess you could call it a scholar athlete, so to speak. Um, I, I like the, to be in the books, but I also, you know, like to do the sports and things of that nature. I was probably much better at the books than I was at the sports, but, you know, I had a competitive nature, so I just, you know, I stuck with it <laughs> for sure. Um, but I did that all through, um, I played basketball um, all through uh, middle school and high school. And then my senior year in high school, I started doing powerlifting. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it turns out I was I was the uh, I was the first female in the state of Mississippi to actually uh, lift, um, like you know, just in general. And so uh, that was different because I was lifting against other guys, and you know, of course, they didn't like it. So I <laughs> I will say that I was uh, I I think I can be the reason why some of those guys actually lifted some weights that they had never. Uh, lifted before in their life. They was like, no way uh, am I going to be beat by this scrawny girl, man. It's just not happening. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun time, man. I, I found uh, something that I was really passionate about that I love doing. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it turned out to be uh, great. And I happened to uh, meet my husband at, at one of those meets, uh, at the That's state championship cool. meet. So, um, you know, we started talking then, and then, of course, through college and things of that nature, and, uh, you know, of course, eventually getting married, so it didn't turn out uh, all too bad, I, you know. Met it was the, worth it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was all worth it. <laughs> and where'd you go to college? I, I went to Tougaloo College, um, and then I eventually ended up graduating from Jackson State University in, in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Ooh, cool. Yeah, and I was, um, I was fortunate, literally, like, straight out of college, um, I uh, I I applied for a job, and the crazy part about it is I went to my 
uh, my professor's office and they had this folder just sitting there. And I'm like, what is this? You know, and I, I majored in chemistry, so I had absolutely no clue what I was going to do with it, to be honest with you. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is just something to do. Uh, and so, like, right before I graduated, I see this folder in there, and it said um, Naval Oceanographic Office. So I'm like, oh, that's different. You know, pick it up. And uh, it was this guy's card in there. And so I called him, and he said it just so happened that they had just started this initiative for um, HBCU graduates. And so I, you know, did a series of uh, questions on the phone with them. And I mean, in two phone calls, I had got my first job, you know, straight out of college. And it's, I mean, it was a blessing, man, I, I will tell you, because um, that, that set me up um, to, to be where I am, you know, now, even though that was my, you know, my first job, literally straight out of school, never did anything else prior to that. But I mean, it was just a blessing to be able to pick up the phone, you know, and most people, you know, out of college. It may take them a year or two, you know, to find something, yeah, that's yeah. in their field or something. So that was that was most definitely a blessing, which um, actually helped me to, you know, land where I am right now, which uh, I currently live in in Louisiana, um, you know, right outside of New Orleans. Uh, so my job was, you know, close to where we live now. So it, it, you know, relocated us, so to speak. So, so what is your career like? What talk about your career? Well, uh, when I first graduated from college, I was a uh, physical scientist. So I used to uh, test computer programs and software for Navy ships. I did that for seven years uh, with the federal government. And, and to be honest with you, Chip, it was uh, the best and worst seven years of my life. Like, I hated, <laughs> I absolutely hated what I did. You know, it was like no purpose in it. It was just these yeah. little cubicles, man. They kept you locked in this little small space with, with no, no room to think <laughs> you know it, it was it was horrible man but the good side of it is it was the government right like I had good benefits uh it was good pay you know good time off all that kind of good stuff you know every I didn't even know some of these federal holidays existed until I started working with the government and I'm like oh we off Monday what is this it's flag day you know but <laughs> at the end of the day I was sitting there man literally um I used to call um uh, my cubicle a prison cell you know because mm. it, it was to me smaller than a prison cell like I wasn't filled. Mm. I did oh man it was it was cold and dark in there and so I said man I got to figure out a way to get out of here man like I literally um I say maybe my fourth year there like I just started reading books started you know just researching different things on purpose you know started reading the bible just listening you know to different um uh, personal development, um, you know, tape seminars, things of that nature or whatever, just to kind of recondition my mind. Cause I knew I didn't want to do what I was doing, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but I was like, man, this just ain't it. Like I feel just totally empty inside and I need to figure out what my purpose is so then I can go after that thing. And you it's, know, it's funny. I don't want to cut you off. From no, that, go ahead. It's funny, you know, that you say that I was just thinking about that today. Mm -hmm. uh, like that quote, these are the best of times, these are the worst of times. <laughs> you were saying, you know, it was the best, worst. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how, like, like you're put in situations and it seems so horrible. Mm -hmm. And out of that horrible situation, uh, I don't know, it's like you, you blossom from that, you know, okay. like maybe settling the roots or something. I don't know if there's a, like a, you know, if there's a process in achieving success that that's the, the, the root development time? I don't know. I, I, I truly believe, man, that it has to be some type of incubator phase, right? Yeah. Like at some point in time, you have to get um, to the point where you're like totally uncomfortable with life in order to do something. Because even if you are in this place of, of comfort, then, 
you probably no. You know what I'm saying? That's like, um, for lack of better terms, if I wear jogging pants all the time, I might not necessarily know how big I've gotten, right? But if I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, over the holidays, <laughs> I wear jogging pants the whole time. I don't yeah. necessarily know, but then. If I go to put back on the same clothes that I've been wearing, <laughs> and this is like, you know, day after New Year's, you done ate, you know, you ate Thanksgiving, Christmas, <laughs> you got all these parties you went to, <laughs> and then you try to put your work clothes back on, and you're like, wait a minute, something <laughs> You know, and so <laughs> that's the that's best way that I can rationalize it, you know? That's a good analogy. But if for me, that's what it was, you know what I'm saying? That at some point in time, when I first got to that job, I probably had on jogging pants, right? Like, I was just... <laughs> And now I'm like, bro, they pay me every two weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a house. We just got a car, <laughs> you know? Oh. And then, boom, you know, we decide we want to have our first daughter. And yeah. I'm like, bro, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, we got to make some changes. I'm looking at her and I'm saying, man, I don't know if I want to have this same life all of my life. You know what I'm saying? Do I want my daughter to know who Sally Mae is? You know what I'm saying? Do I want my daughter to know, you know, that, that, Mom, her mom is unfulfilled, you know, in, in her position. Because I lived with that, even though my parents did. I'm talking about a phenomenal job of caring for us. But I listened to my mom talk about how she hated her job, you know, but she was there providing for us. Yeah, because she had yeah. to. Yeah. Right. But the difference between the two was she hated it because it wasn't fulfilling to her. And so I'm like, man, these, I done took my jogging pants off, <laughs> you know. And now, now I'm in here trying to wear these skinny jeans and they ain't feeling right. right no more. <laughs> they ain't feeling right, you know? And and when I when I had my first daughter, man, I just said, Oh my God, like this ain't what I want for her. Yeah. This ain't what I want for us. Like I saw something different and I was like, Man, I'm gonna just go after that thing. I don't know what it's gonna take to get there, but I just knew my thought processes that I currently had wasn't gonna get me there. So I just started searching, you know, for information, but you're exactly right. I had to be you know, comfortable with being uncomfortable at that particular point. And so when I went to my job, like they say in church, preach. That's it. <laughs> no, but this is, this is where my trajectory. Um, so this, this is where the changes started taking place. At. Okay. I was, I was at my job uh, physically, but I was away mentally. Yeah. I had so much free time. And that was the other point. I was like, man, I'm just wasting my life here. Like, I would finish all my work, you know, probably about an hour or two after I got there. I'm working 10-hour shifts. What what am I going to do with the other eight? You know? <laughs> so I started feeding myself the entire time I was there. Like, hey, I am physically here, but mentally I'm about to feed I'm my brain. I put myself get, in school. About to get on <laughs> these weights in my Ooh. mind. <laughs> yes. That's yes, what, yes. definitely what happened. Yeah. I, I just saw stuff to just it started to change. I saw people gravitating towards my cubicle. Like they would just come to me to get some motivation or some inspiration to just, you know, be and do better for themselves. Even if it was just to help them to make it through the day. And I'm like, man, but I mean, yeah, to this day I'm gone, but people are walking to me now from my old job. I was like, man, I can't believe you left. I'm like, I had left four years ago. You just did it. No. <laughs> Like, been pants a long time ago. Long time ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's, you know, you you exactly right, man. You have to get to that point where you just tired, man, of, of having the yeah. same thing over and over and over again happen. What are what are three things that you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Oh, I can't say that I'm all the way there yet, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think we're I think we're always a work in progress. Till we, till yeah. we get out of here. I mean, for sure, 
that was um, that was most definitely one. You know, me transitioning from my job to uh, full time entrepreneurship, yeah. and that was a um, that was a huge leap because again myself and my husband you know we were raised by parents that you know did the nine to five forever like and they still do and so for them it was very very scary but the fact that you know we've now owned a brick and mortar business now um for two and a half years and you know we're still you know in business especially in this day and time says a lot you know and and now to hear you know our parents say that they're proud of us and you know they're glad that we did what we did that you're feeling it Oh man, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, so that's I'll name that one. Two, I guess I could say. Um, so in September, uh, August of last year, I have a, a five-year-old daughter and I have a two-year-old daughter. Um, and so my five-year-old daughter started um, kindergarten in August. And when we went to the school, you know, we checked it out or whatever. Super excited about it. And then they said, okay, well the tuition is due, you know, whatever day. Let's just say it was July the fifteenth. Right. And so we had already des- decided that our kids wouldn't know who Sally Mae was, right? Like, that just wasn't happening. <laughs> and so I said, and they, and they offer two ways to pay, right? You can either pay in full or you can, uh, you know, do the finance plan, you know, and pay like a monthly fee. But, the, of course, the finance plan comes with the interest. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is kind of like Sally Mae. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do no finance plan. You know, I need to make sure that my daughter doesn't start on this trajectory ever. And so we just wrote the check. Now, in my mind, what I was saying was, I don't want my daughter to know Sally Mae as if we're paying for college tuition. But never did I imagine that I would pay tuition for my daughter to go to kindergarten. That's awesome. Because <laughs> where I'm from, you know what I'm saying, like Head Start, you yeah, just kind of, yeah. you start with the Head Start, the free program, and you just go, go through. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go from public school all the way. Not that I have any grievances against, you know, public school, but I wanted my daughter to have exposure to things that I didn't have. And so um, this past August, she started, you know, private school. And yes, we wrote the tuition check the first day there. Hey, listen, y'all take y'all money. And that was, that was freeing for me. Cause I said, if I can start it this way, for sure, I can continue, you know, along this path. And then last, this one is a little different, but mm-hmm. um, I told somebody not too long ago. And when I said it, I didn't realize how huge it was. I said that my two-year-old daughter only knows me as a boss. And my, right, and I, when I said it, and they looked at me the exact same way. <laughs> and I was like, you right. Like, they didn't say nothing. They gave me the same facial expression you did. That's and I big. said, whoa, it's not me. Yeah. And then my five-year-old, when we opened our business, she was about three, maybe. Yeah, I think she was three when we opened our business. And so her memory, you know what I'm saying, at that particular point, it's, it's so innocent that she won't even remember. Wow. And so it made me realize that if they only see me now as a boss, this is all they know what to reproduce. And it, it, it just completely changed something in me. It makes me work harder to make sure that I stay a boss. Yeah. I need to make sure that they see, you know what I'm saying, something completely different from, you know, what I saw. So if I, if I had to give you three, that's probably going to be my, my best three right now. Okay. <laughs> What's your definition of success? Uh, continuing to learn. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, being in a position in which we have to employ people. Um, one of the most challenging things in our industry is um, 
finding uh, team members, so, so to speak, what we call them, finding team members uh, that are coachable. And so I just feel like if I can continue to put myself in a position of which I am coachable, I, I have absolutely no end to what it is that I can do because I'm always putting myself in a position of learning. So to me, you know, as long as I am continuing to learn, I will always be successful in whatever, you know, arena. Like I have this saying, uh, what you focus on is what you get. And so if I'm focusing on success all the time by means of, you know, educating myself and continuing to put myself around people that know more than I, than I know, experience more than I've experienced, there's absolutely no arena that I cannot be successful in because I can be and do all things. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it pretty cool when, you know, you, you're in an environment where, like, all the people around you, you're learning from them? All day. I, I just said that uh, just yesterday, man, crazy, on, on social media, I realized, like, literally my, my entire crew, I'm, I'm the youngest in all of my circles, mm-hmm. outside of my siblings, because I'm the oldest of, of, uh, of my siblings, but outside of that, everybody that I, that I, people think that I'm way older than I am. I'm 32 years old. The average no. person that's around me is probably anywhere from 45 to 50. But I hang with them, you know what I'm saying, as if we, you know, we went to college together. You know, we go, because I understand that these people have way more wisdom than I do. Yeah. Like, I, they've experienced so many more things than I have. If I could just, you know, learn and understand from what it is that they're saying and doing on a daily basis, I, I can't yeah, lose. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're going to tell me, no, don't do that because it does this. I'm like, great. I'm glad you okay. told me. I don't want to burn my hand on that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What, what do you think it takes to achieve success? Whew. Work and, and more work. Um, yeah. Yeah. For me, um, I had one of my coaches tell me, um, you know, one time that basically consistency will outbeat any day. talent <laughs> any day. Yeah, I, any day. Can't necessarily, I can't necessarily tell you, um, you know, why I've been – um, successful up until this point, which, you know, when people ask me that, sometimes I kind of, you know, I feel a little yucky on the inside because I'm like, well, I don't necessarily know if I've reached some, you know, some level of success, so to speak. Right. But what I can say is I'm not where I was yesterday or the day before that or the day before that. And the reason being is because I'm consistently working on being better than I was yesterday. And for me, as long as I beat the crystal that I was yesterday, as long as I conquered something that I couldn't conquer yesterday or two weeks ago or a month ago, I'm straight. Like I, I'm always gonna set goals for myself, and then I compete against 2017 Crystal. Like 2017, horrible, horrible. How can I now be a better Crystal in 2018? Yesterday, horrible. Yeah. But today, though, the trajectory was completely different, and so I could say, all right, between yesterday and today, check. I'm getting a W so far, but it's we still got a couple of hours. <laughs> no, you're going to win. It's going down. <laughs> you know, what's funny, too, you know, like a lot of the things you're saying, like, are, are things that I truly believe in, too. You know, like mm-hmm. you were talking about, um, <clears throat> you know, being better each day and making constant, you know, progress. And I think it's a process. Yeah. You know, it's a process of self-evaluation, you know, and I talk, I coach. So I talk to my kids about this. Like, I try to teach them this because nobody really just said you know, hey, you have to set self-reflect, like set your goals, mm-hmm. you know, go attack it, you know, and self continuous self-reflection mm-hmm. so you continue to be better. Mm-hmm. You know? And nobody really just said that, you no. know. 
And so I try to tell them, like, it's a process. Like, it's a daily process. You know, make your list. You know, you know, in the evening, process what to make your list. And when you get up in the morning, hey, go get it. You know, That's go it. attack that list. That's you know, it. then at the end of the day, the next day, you know, see how many of those you hit. You know, well, hey, put it on the list for tomorrow, and bam, make some more. Let's go. And it seems like a simple, um, what you said seems very simple, but what I found is that most people don't even make the list. And they don't make the list because they have no clue as to where it is that they're going. And so um, self-discovery and, you know, finding purpose has a lot to do with that. Like me, I don't, I don't know if there's necessarily time wasted in my days. Um, right. it's, I, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know why I got to do it. I know where I need to be at, you know, but I know, I know today, a week ago, you know what I'm saying? Because there's so much that I need to get done. And so a lot of people miss out, um, you know, on taking full advantage of their time because they don't have a specific, uh, you know, agenda set for their lives in general. You know, me and my husband took, uh, um, you know, time out of our schedule on last Sunday to just go over our goals for the year. You know, right. not only that, I spent three weeks prior to that day planning 2018 in my head and on paper. It had gotten so much so that I ran out of um, paper. I had to go to Office Depot and get these big, you know, large poster board like deals because I was like, oh, my God, I'm out of paper. <laughs> you know, so I, most people don't even think about what they are doing in the next, you know, five minutes, let alone the next five, you know, months or five years or what have you. So that list, you're saying it, but that's the sweet sauce right there, man. Most people don't don't even have that. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with another one, too. Uh-oh. Uh, you know how, you know, in math they have the, the, the pie chart, right? Uh you know, and the pie chart is a hundred percent, you know, but to me, like if you break down every facet that you want to be great at in your life, like I can't give like 20%. I got to give a hundred. So my pie chart is like a thousand. Right. You know, cause you know, my family, you know, like you said, you know, your husband, your, your kids, your work, you know, everybody in there, like I can't, I can't give them less than a hundred percent. That's it. You know? And in order to, to, to do that, I have to look at myself and make sure I'm on point. Right. Yeah, we'll do those things. No, it makes total sense, man. I and I'm I'm even a, a step above that. I try to do the the Eric Thomas method, which is 120. Yeah. percent You know, what yeah. I'm saying everything that I got. If I feel like I'm about to pass out, I know I got just a little bit more than I could give. You know, because that's just our our bodies. You know, um, expressing the the fear. You know, outwardly, if we just give just a little bit more effort, you'd be surprised, man, at how much more you can do. It, 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 it's, it's endless, but we give ourselves that one little excuse. I'm tired, you know, and it's done. Well, let me, let me, let me, we'll go one more question. Okay. Then, be good. Um, you know, just hearing you talk about, you know, your, your process, you know, how you were raised with great parents and great people around you. You're pretty, pretty smart, you know, in the books. You know, pretty, <laughs> Something like that. A little bit of pretty athletic, you know, the work, you know, the trendsetter. You know, to wait. So you've done some pretty amazing things. Um, starting your business, you know, you and your family, your husband. Um, personally, you know, what's some things, if there's somebody that's, I don't know, young Crystal, <laughs> you know, or wanting to be Crystal, you know, want to dominate like Crystal, you know. <laughs> you know, what's, what's some things that you would tell them to make sure that they do in their life? 
in order to achieve the success that you've been blessed to have? Oh, I would say, um, number one, stay in the position of learning. You know, like having a, a posture of learning is, is very important and not necessarily even caring about, um, you know, where the information is coming from, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, especially a younger version um, wouldn't necessarily want to listen to somebody that's, you know, a little older or maybe that doesn't even look like them. The only thing that I feel like is a good qualifier to learn from somebody is have they accomplished something that I'm looking to do to do? If they have, then I'm open to receive. Now I'm I'm closed if they're giving me information in an area of which they have not shown fruit. If 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 you're saying I wanna do if I wanna be, you know, a lawyer, there's no way I'm gonna talk to uh, the grocery clerk at Walmart about it. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to qualify themselves for the information. Yeah, but never yeah. be, you know, closed um, to receive information. Like stay in a posture of learning. I think that um, for me, that's what's helped me. But what has hindered me, though, is not always being coachable, which is why once I learned it, you know, I completely said, hey, yeah, get away from that. this is what's been holding me back. Yeah, get away from you know, never so Definitely in the younger stage, you know, stay coachable. Because when you get in front of that qualified person, then you, you, you got the arrogance, you know, that may come in or the pride that may come in that stops you from listening to the qualified candidate that's going to give you this information that's going to help you get to the next level. So stay coachable. Like you, you have to always know and understand that if you're going to get somewhere where you haven't been, you have to find a person that's, you know, walk that particular path. Then humble yourself <laughs> to receive the information, you know. And, and then lastly, I don't have the talent. A lot of times I, I'm still confused, you know, as to how I have the schedule that I do for 2018 where, you know, people want um, this country girl from Natchez, Mississippi with the with the, the southern dialect, you know, to come in and, and mess up some good subject verb agreement, you know, to stand in a room for a couple hundred people, you know, and talk about, um, you know, fit life balance and, you know, yeah. <laughs> keeping it all together. But at the end of the day, I have never possessed the talent of a phenomenal speaker. But I am growing <laughs> in the area of phenomenal consistency. Is <laughs> what that is. So this has absolutely nothing to do with the level of talent that I possess. However, I consistently position myself to receive the stuff that I'm, that I'm receiving now. And that's what, what people have to understand is that consistency is key. I, I don't I don't know if I'll ever be, you know, one of the one of the best speakers in the world, but what I do know is that I'll I'll possess the level of consistency of a phenomenal speaker to the point where they can't ignore me. Right. Can't be denied. No, cannot. Can't be denied. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So if if I if I had to wrap it up, man, you know, most definitely, you know, stay in a posture of learning, you know, then be be coachable and most definitely stay humble. And then be consistent. And I swear there is no uh, no end to the level of success that anybody can achieve with, you know, those simple steps. And it seems, you know, uh, easy, so to speak, to just say, but it's a lot of work behind that. But if you're willing to give it, you're going to get whatever it is that you're looking for. I say you get what you give. That's it, man. That's it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Lots of good nuggets that we can take from, that we can learn. Uh, oh yes, sir. And uh, you know, just good. Want to wish you good luck with you know all of your endeavors, and you know, yes, we'll have you in our prayers and keep doing your thing. Thank you, sir.
For sure, man. I appreciate you uh you having me on, man. I really do appreciate your time or, or even reaching out to me. That that really means a lot. That says at least my consistency uh is working. <laughs> yes, very much so. For sure. Well, thank you guys for watching this episode of Success Chronicles. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.